Uh, for those that are online, um, we've had the privilege of having our Cambodia uh, mission partners, uh, Jun and Soi Kim from Cambodia, um, joining us um, at our retreat. Um, they have been um, such a blessing um, to us, not just in word and in sermon, but also in fellowship, in conversation, and really just their presence as well. This morning, we're inviting um, Jun to come and um, preach to us again. So why don't we welcome him to come and preach to you. Thank you. It's lovely to be back and seeing your good faces. Wonderful another day. Well, uh, we have been talking about God's love and uh, it, just, it doesn't just stay there, but His love flows and touches us and supposed to go out to bless others. That's how the kingdom of God flows with life and love together. All begins from our Father God. That's what we have been talking about. And the first day we talked about His love is unquenchable. His love unceasingly flowing. His love keeps surveilling on the world to, to find anybody who opened their heart to receive His love and get connected. He is constantly walking to be our Father, as we recognize Him as our Father. But we have some problems, because our life before was so much entrenched in a way of me alone trying my best to live a successful life. Everybody desires to do that, not knowing there is a true God as our Father can be connected with us. We try so much with our best effort to make our life successful. But in doing so, makes us a lot easily burnt out and constantly reminding us incapability of our own power and strength and the emptiness, sometimes shame and guilt that always hovers around us because we have tried our best to achieve those goals. In some degree, on our outside look, some have achieved something. But to be honest, every one of us carrying that sense of emptiness and not fulfilled yet. And that's our human agony. And in the second session, we all were invited by the Holy Spirit to get to know the redemptive power and the way of Jesus Christ. Jesus came on earth to show Father's love unconditionally acceptable and embraceable. But there's a question. Why should he die on the cross? What caused him to die? We all know the reason. Because of our sin. Because of our corrupted lifestyle. Corrupted means, I already described, we have so much stuck in an idea of, I need to make something meaningful and valuable 
and good and going further so that I can be recognized as someone who is successful and important. We are stuck. No matter whether somebody is successful in that, worse, keep failing, doesn't matter. The heart desire is there. I know because I met so many people like me having the same trouble. Because of that old life pattern, somewhat we are not comparable to our loving Father. Receiving His love and anticipating to jump into the love stream is lovely, sounds great, but in fact, it's not easy because it's very foreign. The lifestyle, jumping into the love stream and giving, giving ourselves into it and let the Holy Spirit lead us to where we can bless others. It's very foreign lifestyle. In our old habit, habitual mind, we can't comprehend, comprehend all the dynamic that could happen in the connection with Father God. We need something new, totally new from the depth of our heart and spirit out to the skin and the muscles to act out. That's why Jesus has to come to say this. Let's die on the cross. Let's put our old one on the cross so that no longer the power of old man that we have carried works anymore in our future life. It's very serious calling. Believing in Jesus Christ actually meant that he died on the cross to wash our sin away. Have our sin gone away totally? No. He covered us with his life given to us so that we can be legally accepted by Father. Because our Father God, who is full in love, is not just wimpy, loving person. He is holy and righteous and full stop. No one can stand before him with our old life patterns, not comparable at all. Yet, we've got to see him, we've got to connect him, and we've got to enjoy the fellowship with our ultimate life source, our Father. Because of that homework, somebody had to die. That somebody supposed to be us. But our loving Father God found his own remedy to set aside and killing his own son out of his loving heart toward us. And we are born into his kingdom, his loving stream. That's why Jesus had to die. Once we say, I believe in Jesus Christ, we said, my old man is dead with him together. Now I decide to live a new life with him together. How? Father God gave him another opportunity three days after his death. We call that resurrection. 
And we need to believe, even though our old man put onto the cross, into the death, we still carry on our life in a new sense, very new sense. That very new sense is very, very delicately portrayed in an image of marriage. When a man and lady get married, they share the rings, the covenant. As, as long as the rings in their finger, they keep being reminded, I am bound to someone. My life is no longer me alone. I am connected. That sense of connection, that's the key element for us to live a new life story. Which means once you get married to Jesus Christ, you're not alone. Everywhere you go, do not take your living off. Put that ring in your heart so that you can be remindful of one who is married to Jesus, towards our Father God. That eternal covenant is the protection for us. Wonderful image, wonderful illustration. We all worry about our sinful nature. I know that. Many people having fear about their own nature because as they release their own nature as it is, they just easily assume the sinful nature just comes out to engulf their whole life story and being destroyed and damaged. And I know many people can be damaged by other people's hurting words or abuse and manipulation, but do you know what, we, what, what, what hurts us most to our dignity, to our identity? It's our sin. Things that we have done something wrong damage us more than any other influences. And we worry and concern about our inner being. It has to be harnessed, has to be tamed, has to be encaged so that we can maintain some degree of sober lifestyle. I know that because we carry that. But from this moment of having eternal covenant, you don't have to carry that worry and concern because your whole new being is connected to God. As long as you remember you are not alone, you are connected to Father God, that can protect you. That can protect your feeling, that can protect your, your, your desire and your behaviors. You no longer be bound by the law. Do this or don't do that. No. As long as you believe in Jesus Christ, you are bound by his love. As you put your heart into the love stream and believing that you are loved and wanting you love him, that's the protection. More powerful protection has more power to change our life. That's what it means that we are born into the connection to God, our Father, through Jesus Christ. So, to live a new lifestyle, 
you need to concern only one thing. In this very moment, am I committing myself to the love stream? Started from above. Through Jesus Christ, touched myself. Do I willing to commit myself into that stream? That will be the more powerful protection from our sinful effects. That's why Jesus had to die and resurrected by the power of God so that we can fully believe, okay, I want to be part of that. Today's sermon, I want to give you a little bit more tip. Spiritual impact is there, but I want to give you a more tip, small tip. How to maintain this new lifestyle. Very important. Maintain, maintenance is very important. This building might be very new, much newer than this when it was built. But as time passes, the degradation happens. This value happens. If there is no maintenance, we can't enjoy the, the goodness of this building. Same, exactly the same. And I know many of you, your men, go to the gym. Why? Building the shape. Building the strength of your muscle. Some, I believe, some go there every day to maintain the good shape. They keep on saying, oh, I haven't been to the gym for a week. Oh, my muscle go. <laughs> my, shape, my shape's just not in a good shape. I heard that. That's the reality. That's the physical reality. But there is one more thing that you need to be aware of. You need to go to the inner gym. In that gym, you can maintain your identity, your spirituality, identity, and the connection with God. How much? Every day. Practically. So that we, ourselves, can be constantly reminded and becoming habitual to, to have a sense of ident new identity. I am connected to my father. And I am someone who is not alone. I have a ring. You know, because of my job, I travel around a lot in the world. And uh, being away from my wife and children, quite many days in a year, and I'm a man. And I look, as I look, as I walk in the street, if I see a beautiful girl, my, my, my goodness. <laughs> I do that. But you know, what stopped me doing that is because my, my, my awareness of having a ring connected to that lady. That had been protecting me, helping me to keep my shape, my family shape, my life shape, my spiritual shape. If I lost one moment, I lose my shape. Everything that I built up, gone. It wasn't an easy task. Every one of us know that. 
Maintaining our integrity is an easy thing to do. We constantly surveil ourselves, constantly put our effort to maintain that shape so that we can protect myself, relationship, family, work ethic, and my calling too. If I fail that tomorrow in that regard, you wouldn't listen to me. You don't want to pay attention at all to me. I know that. That's the consequence. Having the awareness of all that has to start within our heart. It doesn't build up one day just supernaturally, boom. It needs an exercise and practice, like walking out in a gym. Our inner being has to be worked out so that we can maintain a good shape of our dignity and our life story. But many, I believe, being negligent of that importance. So I want to give you a few practical steps to go through based on the love of Father God flowing through us to touch others. To go that way, let us just remember a few points. We have a new identity. Our new identity has very specific components. And I mentioned once and a few times already, I have freedom to be myself. Don't try to fit in, but to grow. Do you have a sense? Many people try to fit in, pretending this person and that person, feeling very alienated, not authentic, not me being myself, but they keep doing it because they want to fit in. They want to be accepted and embraced. You don't have to do that. You are already fit in because God's love is already there for you and covered you. So as you believe in that, with your full courage, try to be yourself. Being ourselves is a very dangerous thing Please get, don't get me wrong. Being ourselves is a very dangerous thing. If there is no harness covered, being ourselves, we know that. But I already told you, as long as you are connected to God as your father, you are safe. You can be yourself under his endorsement. When you, whenever you do something wrong, instead of being condemned or convicted, Holy Spirit will let you know very gently what to be fixed and repaired to making, making yourself better. Totally different style. Do not imagine what God is trying to do with you in a new sense in the new way of your life. You've got to change. Remold your perspective. You are new. It's okay to be yourself. But as you become yourself, you've got to love and grow. Do not try to protect and vindicate yourself anymore. No necessary. Put every effort that you can make available into love and growth. Because in new identity, we thoroughly believe I am connected to Father and I am only found in Jesus Christ, which means I already explained earlier uh, time. 
and I'm led by Holy Spirit. So please be aware there's a spirit. As, as soon as we put the ring of covenant with Jesus Christ in our finger, heart finger, we are given the spiritual opportunity. We're born into the spirit, with the spirit of Jesus Christ. The spirit that we carry is a, is a, is a I, couldn't, I couldn't articulate it in our human language. Anything, anything I describe the Holy Spirit and our spirit, our language expression is very short. I don't like that. But to my best, the spirit that we have always concerns about relational connection. If there is no sense of connection, there is no spirit. As long as you concern about some relational dynamic and connection, there is a spirit. That spiritual entity within us always reminds us that you are not alone and you are connected. That's what it means that we have the spirit of Jesus Christ. And we prayed for that last night. Desiring to have the spirit of Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter any condition you are, you are ordained to receive that spirit if you want. It's a gift and it's given already. And when Holy Spirit try to lead Christian life, the most important thing he will do within us is to remind us of what Jesus had said to his disciples, which means Holy Spirit keep reminding us what Father God desires, what Father God wants us to hear. Not only command, but also the credits and endorsements and the encouragements all are there. Do not imagine, do not assume God only talks about commandment. You should do that or you shouldn't do that. No. In my experience, whenever I open my ears to hear God, many, many years, he always starts like this. And as I open, and he begins to speak to me, son, I love you. I'm so delighted in you. You are wonderful. You are great. Without those words of endorsement and life-giving, our inner being couldn't make something new. Couldn't fight against the, 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 the power of sin, the old habits. We need that endorsement and we need love-giving affirmation. And he, I know he has done to me such, and I know he will do it to you. I love you, my son. I'm so proud of you. I'm delighted in you. My daughter, you are so beautiful and precious to my heart. Whenever I gaze upon you, the joy of bubble comes in my heart. That spiritual endorsement can come to our heart in any moment when we bring our spirit and heart into his presence because we are connected now. The beauty of that affirmation we have never heard through our old life but we can hear it again and again and again. That 
the loving and nursing words will come to our spirit and touching our heart and we can be revived as a person. We died on the cross together, but as soon as those words of confirmation and loving loving confirmation, literally our heart leaps. Oh, I'm not dead. Oh, I have a meaning. Oh, I am somebody. I carry the sense of I'm nobody. Oh, no, 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 no. I am already somebody. I have something to protect. I have something to value. I have something to pursue. Because my heart now have a life and a joy. And that's the way how we can draw the life from our Father into our heart. Holy Spirit will help us to remember all those important truths within our heart. Let's look into one other, another scripture, John 14, verse 15. Can we read it all together? One, two, three. If you love me, keep my commands. Many people read this scripture, keep my command, with a very, very bright highlight on. So they tend to think and believe they need, when we become Christians, we need to keep God's commandment. When you try to keep somebody's word and commandments, you need the strength. When you need, want to obey or apply to what you learned from somebody, you need a strength. Without the strength, you can't make it happen. That's the reality. To me, the first part of this short sentence, short verse, is more important. What is it? If, there's a condition, if you love me, then the last part of this sentence is the consequence. Do not try to reverse it. Many people reverse this scripture like this. I need to keep his commandments so that I can show that I am loving him. No. No. It's totally opposite. That's the old way of life habit, reading the scripture. New way of life will read the scripture. I know God loves me. Full stop. In my heart, I want to love him. Therefore, following what he said is just my decision. It's natural. I don't have any objection to do that. I don't have to pretend to obey God's will because I love him. If you don't have the awareness of Love in your heart. Do not try to fit in. Do not pretend you are mature Christians. Wait. Humbly wait. Humbly focus on God's love so that your heart thoroughly be convinced by his love and endorsement then naturally your heart will bring out something new inside of yourself.
I desire to love him. That's the power and strength we can gain through the love of Father God. And from then on, obedience is not a way of fitting in. Obedience is the way of expressing myself and my love. Absolutely different. We need to read the scripture. Keep, it, keep this scripture in, in, in our mind thoroughly. If you love me, then we need to put our effort to respond to his love more than trying to do something for him. Okay, it's okay. It's just there to help you to remember. It is okay to be yourself, but with your new heart, keep loving him. Full stop. That will protect you. Okay, energy, last part. Let's go through what happens in the gym. When you go to the gym, you don't just, just leisurely walking. You put some stress on your muscles, lifting the dumbbells or running on the treadmill. Whatever you do, it brings the tension in your muscles. If the, the, those exercises doesn't bring any tension in your muscles, and your muscle never grow. And I learned that from my son. He regularly uh, attended the gym exercise. He told me like this. When he do the exercise, the muscle will have micro tears. And that micro tears will bring pain and troubles. But as we bear some moments, and it restores in a better form. That's how we can have bulk up and building up our muscles. And I, wow, yes, that's correct, medically correct. <laughs> we can do the same thing. So from today, whenever you are reminded to do the inner gym exercise, take your own time, need be a little bit isolated or solitary moment, because you alone need to go through this process. Okay, go into this process. First thing is to lift the weight. How, what, what, what does it mean, lifting the weight? Let me tell you clearly. The sense of reality happened around life is the weight. Any, any troublesome thoughts and burdens in your daily life, your marriage, your relationship, your work, anything that burdens your heart, let it be recognized. Do not run away from it. If you run away from it, your inner being never grow. You need to face the reality, the fear, the shame, the pain. We, we could never be exposed in a full strength in, a, in one go. Your muscle will, will, will be torn apart and it, it's going to be dangerous. But Holy Spirit knows how much you can handle with a small pain and troublesome feelings. Bear with it. Allow Holy Spirit to reveal something that you need to get to know as the reality. Reality happens outside of you. Reality happens inside of you. doesn't matter. Just let it be recognized with your 
with your mind. The reason why I keep saying this is because we are so, so skilled to run away from the reality. Into the alcohol, into the watching movie, into some games, into whatever, into what. We are so good at running away from the, the stress of the reality. But you know, the spirituality and the, the, real, the, the inner, inner reality always only takes uh, life and growth in the reality sense. Truth and the spirit. The truth part is very important. We got to learn to face the reality with our best effort. Be reminded we can't take the full role, full, full load in a goal. So Holy Spirit will lead you gradually. Do not run away just. So face the reality and you feel pain and shame and troubles and depression, whatever you can feel, let it flow. But remember, the love of God flows with you. That will protect you. I don't recommend somebody who doesn't know the love is available there of this method. They couldn't bear the pain. It's too difficult for them. But as long as we are aware of his love stream is well available for us, we are okay to jump into the stream of reality. Face that. If you carry an anger, face that. Believe it doesn't harm you. Because you are well covered, well protected, and connected to your Father God. Face that. And the second thing that you need to do is just tension builds up. The tension builds up is the, is you, you, when, when tension builds up, you need to decide whether you remain in the sense of reality or begin coming back to the old pattern, faking. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, my life is just this much. Everybody carries this. No problem at all. Deep inside cry, but outside shrug it up. That's our decision. We need to remain in that tension. It's not easy, but as we remain that, something very new and important happens. And we bear, next stage is bearing that tension in a length, length, little bit of uh, time, then that will bring us the sense of reality comes into our heart, okay? That hurt happened when I was young. It's very painful, but I acknowledge that and embrace that as part of my life. I've done something wrong in that particular moment, and I don't want to admit that. But now, as I'm facing the reality, I own the sense of reality, sense of responsibility over that wrong deeds. We can do that because now we know how could we handle that in an ultimate way, in a connection with Holy Spirit, connection with God through Jesus Christ. So remaining in that, recognizing the reality and embracing the sense of reality connected to our, our real sense of who we are, then that is the time the Holy Spirit will take us into the next step. And he will remind us 
He will remind us who we are. Right in the middle of our troublesome situations. And he will give us the endorsement of God's love constantly. So that our heart will uplift it instead of oppressed by those realities. These two things keep coming back into our heart. But we need to choose, remain in the reality and wanting to receive the God's grace to be part of our new life story and use that actively, receive that actively so that I, I told you actively passive, actively receive the grace of God. Even though I got hurt, even though I carry the anger, even though I believe I am not so good, still I allow Holy Spirit to talk into my heart with his truth, the deeper realization will come up. We, to be honest, have never fully discovered who we are because the reason why we stay in the surface is because everything that we experienced has happened in our surface. Nobody told us how important and valuable we are in our depth because they didn't know that. Because, because of that influences, we have never aware, having awareness of the importance of and value of who we are in real. But this, here is the promise. Holy Spirit will come and give you that awareness constantly. Even though you are in troublesome place, don't worry. You are still valuable. You are still lovable. And I'm with you. And I respect you. I trust you. And hearing that truth through Holy Spirit can be natural to us. Because we are bound in this covenant. Connected to God. As we are connected to God, every one of us are valuable and precious people. Now we need to learn how to handle both. The sense of reality will bring us the old feelings and troublesome awareness. But in the same time, with our widely open spirit, Holy Spirit will remind us, you are important. You are loved. Please, in that very moment, just step away from the old. Put that onto the cross and come on to the new. That's how you can be resurrected. Trust yourself into the stream of love. Never hinder the stream of love started from him within your heart. It's your duty. God calling duty. It should never be stopped by the condition that we have created in our old life. It's already done there. Never stay there and stop his flowing and blocked. You are the one who is called to bless others. That's why Romans said, every creation is waiting to see God's son, God's people to come. Because they are the only ones 
who carries the love stream flowing? You. You. It's not only concerned about your personal life. It's concerned about his kingdom. His kingdom needs the love flow. Need his people stand in between. Knowing how difficult it is to live in the world. Like what Jesus did. You are the one who carries the same calling and same authority and same anointing. Never his love be stopped within your heart. You got to choose to jump into the stream of love. It's your duty and your calling. As long as you maintain that as your new life purpose and vision and the meaning of your existence, Love will flow through you. Because that's what God promised. That's what God desires to see. And please be the recipient of his love first. Let his love soak yourself into the of his love. Let your heart be changed. And maintain that renewed heart in your energy constantly. And with that changed heart and mind, you will see his love started from him will flow through you to touch little ones, weak ones, depressed ones, empty-hearted not knowing where to go. They need you. They need our Father, but they need you to convey that not only the words, but the spirit of his love flows through you and touch them. Once again, please remember your calling. Never make the love stream stop within yourself. Jump into it. Remember you are new in Jesus Christ.